Welcome to the God Story Radio Broadcast with Chaplain Lynn. Thank you, Brother Ron. This is Chaplain Lynn. God's Story is a ministry outreach about our great, caring God being seen in and throughout His people's lives. Many say, does God care about me? Does He see what I'm going through? Does He know me personally? God's story tells of His great love for people like you and me. The greatest demonstration of His love is His precious Son, Jesus Christ, dying on the cross of Calvary for our sins. The veil between God and mankind has been torn open. Be encouraged as you listen to today's testimony or sermon from a changed life now filled with a passionate love for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Today we'd like to welcome Evangelist Lynette Shearer. I heard Lynette's preaching as a guest minister at Whitestone Revival Center in Franklin, Ohio. Oh my, what a powerful preacher Lynette is. She moves in all the gifts of the Spirit and is a right-on prophetess of God, not afraid to speak the words that God gives her to speak. Lynette's home church is Harvest Point Church of God, 426 West Main Street in West Carrollton, Ohio. Sunday morning worship is at 10.30 a.m. Lynette is also available to minister at your church. Her phone number is one 937-422-3051. Lynette, it is such a joy to have you today. Ah, thank you. It's great joy to be here. Yes, and I know you have a powerful testimony. God has raised her up to be a powerful woman of God. And you know, powerful women have gone through powerful things. And so she's going to tell us about her raising and, and her years and, and the Lord. Yes, yes, it's so true, Sister Lynn. Um, I, as a child, was raised in under a ministry. My parents were ministers. Um, my dad pastored uh, churches in the Middletown, Ohio, and Franklin, Ohio area. And as a little girl, I was taken to church um, often. It was uh, tent revivals back then. It was so many services that I sat under, and but yet I had never experienced the power of the Holy Spirit as a child. And so at a young age, um, I got away from the Lord. And I was kind of being led toward worldly things. And in that mix, I, I mixed up with some, some wrong people, which, you know, that proves to me, and it's important to me today, that we watch over the young people and the teenagers that are sitting in church that the enemy is so often after. But uh, as a young girl, I ended up marrying a, a gentleman that turned out to be an alcoholic. And I, it felt like to me, like I went from Little House on the Prairie to maybe kind of like a horror scary film. So that was a real rude awakening to you. It was. It was a, a very different life. And I, I lived in that for 11 years. And that marriage, it, it was difficult. So I, I also have a heart. Did you have any warning from the Lord that you were going into a bad marriage? Did you have any checks of the Holy Spirit before you went in? 
No, because I wasn't living for the Lord at the time. So I was out in sin and um, I, I, I didn't, but there were plenty of red flags that a young person or a young girl should watch for when they're, when they're looking for a partner. What would you say would be a red flag? As someone who maybe isn't um, stable in their job, stable in a place to live, um, drinks every night of the week. Those are just not things that you probably want to, you know, you want to look out for. Um, in that relationship, there was, you know, verbal abuse and, and some physical abuse a little bit. And it, it was not a, a pleasant life to live. But yet I was blinded by the enemy for so many years and thinking this is just what everyone is doing. And you thought that you could go through this and everything would be okay. Yes. Yes. And I just thought I was just living life and honestly thought I was happy, but it's that being blinded right? that, that takes place when you're out in sin and you're not under the, the arc of the safety of the Lord. Right. And so many children or young people do that. We, we have been raised in church, but then there's that point of rebellion and that's what happened to you. Very true. And if I had it to do over again and weren't blinded, I would certainly, if not, went down that path. But it has indeed also made me who I am today in God because I ended up in divorce and then I came to salvation. I was invited to a church service and I went and the preacher was, you know, speaking in tongues and filling the Lord and I wasn't really interested. I I didn't want to change my lifestyle, but then that preacher said something. And it was really God speaking to me. And I felt, the preacher said, as I'm speaking, um, God said he's reaching into your heart right now. And I literally felt that. I felt God reach in and touch me in a way that I had never felt before. So in that, I, I did. I ran up. I gave my heart to the Lord that particular night. And I, it was approximately uh, 15 years ago, around the age of 30. And it's the best thing I've ever done. Oh, praise the Lord. So you you became saved, you went home, and what did your husband think? Actually, we were already divorced. Oh, you're, I'm sorry. Yes, no, yes. that's okay. I had, uh, I kind of threw that in there quickly, but I we had uh, gotten a divorce, and I had gotten out of that, that toxic relationship um, before uh, I was invited to that church service. So at this point, I was a single mother of two boys, and that was a struggle. So for any, any single mothers, that's playing both roles. That's a very difficult job to do. And as a, being a minister of the gospel today, do you think that because what you went through helps you to minister to young women? You know, having gone through divorce, you have an understanding and a compassion for the young women who are, have, are going through that situation. I do, Lynn. Um, I feel like God has taken me everything that I've went through has taken me to this place where I can be understanding, where I can be compassionate, where I can not be uh, self-righteous, and where I can have a heart and feel and know some things that the world is lost and dying and undone and blinded by so many things. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so, I'm just so blessed by, you know, your testimony and how you have, you know, you're an overcomer. And that's what, you know, a lot of young women today need to do is seek Jesus Christ with all their heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and he will help us through all these difficult problems and and situations. Yes, he's helped me every step of the way. Um, I served the Lord for approximately three years, and then the Lord sent me my current spouse. 
which is a huge blessing and a godsend. And so I'm currently married, and the Lord has um, given me the ability to become a minister for his gospel. And through that, it, it's been a process. Um, when you become saved, sometimes, you know, people think that it, everything's going to be a cakewalk. It's going to be easy. But serving God, if you really want to have the power of God on your life, you have to sometimes go through some things and persevere. And I've done that, and it's led me to where I am today. Oh, praise the Lord. Well, it brings character. You know, the things that we go through develop character, and then we have more compassion for, like we said before, but it also makes us stronger in the Lord. And we're in a day right now where there's a lot of spiritual warfare, and we're fighting a lot of, you know, demonic forces, and we have to become overcomers. We're, we're warriors in a battle. And that's what I would like to say about Lynette is she is a major warrior. Thank you. Thank you. Um, all glory goes to God. He's equipped me for a work. Um, I am out to try to reach everyone that I can. Um, I do want to encourage some today regarding some of the battles that you go through in serving God when it may feel that he's so far away. He's not. And in that, I had a lady come up to me in a church service, and she stated um, to me, and she didn't know me, but she said, God said to tell you that you're getting ready to go through some very difficult things, but he said, do not go by what you feel, go by what you know. And the, what I know is the word of God is true. It's yea and amen. Yes. So during that, after that, that uh, word actually took place. My company closed down. I had then lost my job. What, what company was it? It was a uh, Walgreens call center. Oh. It was regarding uh, Medicare customers and um, diabetic supplies. So that closed down. And then I found myself uh, caring for my 17-year-old son that had appendix removal, emergency surgery. Then I found myself caring for my husband that had a shoulder surgery. And in that, after his shoulder surgery, he actually lost his job because he couldn't oh, go back to that type goodness. of work. Right. So you have then, you know, some afflictions of the family in the home. And then you have job loss of both providers. That can be scary. That is very, very difficult. Yes. And during that, then I all of a sudden came down sick and afflicted in my body. Oh, my goodness. And I had uh, went to a church service one night, and when I pulled in, uh, there was a severe pain in my lower abdomen. I then went in and proceeded to go to the through the church service, and the preacher evangelist that night said to me, he said, God has put many words in your mouth to, to speak to people, and he said, God's going to give you so much more. And he said, do not hesitate. Give it with an urgency. And I have always just felt like that's, you know, the process. God takes you through the fire to bring you through with more anointing and power and gifts. Amen. We appreciate your tuning in. You're listening to God's Story on WGNZ with Chaplain Lynn speaking with Lynette Schur. If you would like more information, you can email me at chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Yes. And so go on, Lynette. Tell us more. So after that 
particular church service, of course, my the, the pain was still very severe. Um, I was feeling very sick, nauseated. And so I went to the hospital, and it turned out to be uh, diverticulitis. Oh. And I'm, I'm a young person, so that was kind of rare. And they kept me two days and gave me IV antibiotics. Then they sent me home with antibiotics to take it home. Well, I took those at home. But see, during that process, um, I couldn't eat. So there was hunger. I, I felt very hungry. I was very nauseated, very sick, fever. The antibiotics weren't working. Oh, no. So That could be very serious. It, yes. And, and it was just a very difficult time. Then I found myself going back to, the, of course, the ER. And they kept me for four days, IV antibiotics, and then sent me home with more pill antibiotics once again. Um, I go home. I'm taking those. Nothing has changed. I'm very sick. I um, am very ill and still cannot eat. And so this is several weeks going by that I'm just sitting, you know, sitting and laying in a bed, very sick and afflicted. And during that, that time, all you can do when you're laying flat of your back is call on the Lord. There isn't anything else you can do. There was nothing man could do at the time. So, of course, the antibiotics didn't work once again. Oh, no. So I found myself going back to the ER, and this was the third visit, and the surgeon said to keep me. They gave me about four more days of IV antibiotics, and I still was very sick and at this point not able to eat. And so then, of course, they're now going to do major surgery. Colon resection is major. Oh, no. And I went through that. And, and really what that was to me, and I, I always look the, the positive side of things, to me that was a Holy Ghost fast that I was just not able to do on my own. Mm -hmm. There was, you know, I was purged. I was, I was brought down into a place where all I knew was I needed God. And I had to go through that, and I went through that surgery. And I went through that process and that healing. That was... Um, you can't really know what someone goes through unless you're, you go through it yourself. But it was one of the hardest times of my life. And I recovered from that. God kept me through that. And I came out with more power, more anointing, more of him. When we are crucified, then he reigns. So I found myself healing from that to then, now mind you, we're still without income. So this is months of sickness and no income. Then I go from that to waking up after I healed from that and just woke up one day and all of the sudden I'm, I woke up very sick and, and it was, I went to the ER and it was kidney failure. Oh, just out of the blue for no reason. So it's battle after battle after battle. And I laid eight days in the hospital and, and guess what, Lynn? What? No food. Oh, here we go again. Here we go. No food, eight days of no food and laying in the hospital until I recovered from that. And I just want to encourage some that are listening on Ephesians 1, 19 and through 21. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places? far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. 
and in Psalms 31, 24, be of good courage. He shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. In Psalms 46, 1, God is our refuge and strength in the very present time of trouble. And Lynn, I was in trouble. I needed God. I needed him. The, the, the fire and the afflictions and the, the furnace that you have to go through is to purify us. And I just felt like God was doing a great work that he is going to accomplish through his people and his army in this last hour. Yes, yes, I do agree with you, Lynette. It's a, it's a, there is a purging and there is a cleansing and there is a raising up of the body of Christ to do what he has called us to do. Amen, certainly is. And I, you know, I, I'm not, I, I just want to, I'm not trying to sound like pity and woe is me because I'm not pitiful and powerful through all these things. It, that's what God is doing for you. And I found myself recently, Sister Lynn, uh, going through a diagnosis of cancer and in the thyroid. And I just had thyroid removal surgery. And here we go again. What is God up to? But God is up to something. Because when you feel like he's not with you and you feel like he's not there, he said he would never leave you and he would never forsake you, that he would go with you all the way even into the end. He's there. And he says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's in Luke ten nineteen. No harm. God is absolutely in control, and you have to trust in him in the times that you don't feel him. You have to know that he's always with you. Yes, yes. Beautiful scriptures that you just read to us, Lynette. Very encouraging scriptures. And when we look at things from a different perspective through God's eyes, we see a great uh, inner working that he's doing in us. And we are overcomers in Jesus Christ. Yes, we certainly are. And I just feel like now I'm at the place where I've overcame so many obstacles and so many demonic forces that has tried to hinder me, tried to slow me down, tried to even stop me. And I am going to say today that if we all persevere and overcome all the obstacles and all the traps and all the trials and fiery darts, God has taken you somewhere and where he leads, you must follow. We have a work to do for the kingdom. God has given to Evangelist Lynette a great healing ministry. She has people calling her on the phone. I mean, she's laid hands on people at church and they have ex experienced uh, miracles and, and healing. So Lynette, do you have any sense of healing uh, that the Lord is speaking through you right now for the people in the audience? I believe that the Lord is go going to absolutely speak some prophetic healing words today. Um, I know that everything that I just spoke about that I've went through has taken me to a place where miracles and, and signs and wonders are here with me. I know that I've talked to people and I'd be in one state and they'd be in another. They would call me for prayer and God will perform a miracle right there. I've had people come back to me in church services and say, I had dealt with something for two years and I just got healed when you prayed for me and I don't have it any longer. So I know that God is performing miracles and I know that it's about to take place in a larger scale. And there's a purpose for me speaking today through even this. 
So I want to minister to someone out there that is bound in a relationship first with an alcoholic, bound in a relationship that is is toxic and not good for you. And I want to ask that God take the, the scales off your eyes and the blindness off of your eyes uh, and help you uh, to get out of what's not good for you and help you to get free from what the enemy has uh, to try to kill, steal, and to destroy you. And I pray over your home and your family and your your children, that the God would make a way of escape for you as he did for me. I know that someone is listening uh, and that someone has had a cancer diagnosis. Uh, and I know that what God does for one, he can do for another. Uh, he's not lost his power, but we've lost what we need to do for him in order to get his glory. Uh, and I believe that God is going to heal cancer uh, through my voice, uh, by the authority of Jesus Christ and the word of God uh, that is in me. I command cancer to leave your vessel right now in the name of Jesus. And I believe your healing is taking place. I come against sugar diabetes in the name of Jesus. I ask that anyone listening that has that diagnosis uh, agree with me uh, that the enemy shall not prevail, uh, that you shall not die, but you shall live and declare the works of the Lord. Uh, and I ask, Father, that you'd lift sugar diabetes and heal it right now in the name of Jesus. God, I feel you. I feel your presence, Lord. God is absolutely performing the things that he wants to do and take place. Uh, I look forward to hearing people testify of God's goodness uh, and his mercy and his grace. I know that there's a heart condition uh, that someone is listening right now, and I plead the blood of Jesus over this condition. I ask that your heart line up with the word of God. His word is truth. It is yea, and it is amen, and he is a God that cannot lie. He said, by his stripes... We are healed. We are loose from infirmities. We are loose from all manner of diseases. And church, listen, God did not, Jesus did not go around healing one or two people. We have only noticed a small scale. God can do anything with him. All things are possible. And I believe that God went around healing all that were sick. And I believe that everyone under the sound of my voice right now can be healed if you believe Jesus is the Lord and Savior of your life. He is also your healer. And we give him glory and honor today. We bless the Lord for uh, Evangelist uh, Lynette moving through the Spirit of God and ministering to God's people. Right now, there's a, uh, a sense in uh, Evangelist Lynette that she wants to minister to the preachers in the Dayton area. Yes, I, I feel like the enemy, just as he's came throughout my life to try to stop me, of course he's going to try to stop the churches and the leaders and the pastors mm -hmm. and the evangelists and the people that feed the sheep. The, the sheep need you, and, and I just want to bid and encourage you today to not be weary in well-doing. Matter of fact, the Word of God says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And I'm asking all the ministers and pastors today to not faint. Uh, God is about to move greatly. Don't compromise. Don't sit uh, there and be weary in well-doing as the sheep are not there in the flock is not there and there's many missing because God is getting ready to pour in back into what he wants to take
take place uh, in your ministry. And God said what he restores, just like he did for Job, he restored double for his trouble. Uh, and God's got a restoration coming for his people. He's got the ability and the finances. He owns all the cattle. Uh, hallelujah. He owns everything. And we have a mansion waiting on us. Uh, but don't have your mind and your eyes set upon this world and this these things of this life uh, and worry about what men might think of your ministry. But I ask that you just be concerned with is God pleased with your ministry? Uh, and if he is, then I guarantee you he is about to pour out his spirit uh, upon your house uh, and the people are going to flock uh, where they can get help uh, with the healings and the signs and the wonders. Uh, let God's spirit flow within your churches. Uh, live holy and have pure hearts and clean hands and God will move on your behalf. Uh, but I pray and encourage every minister today uh, that you would just be uh, about the Father's business and not your own gain. I would ask that you'd be about the Father's concerns and to have the compassion for the people and think about what they may be going through. When you see your, your members missing, it may be that they're going through things like I did, battle after battle after battle, and that the enemy is trying to wear them out, and in essence, it wears you out by you getting discouraged. Be encouraged that God is getting ready to move on your behalf today. And God is getting ready to fill your pews and fill your seats and that God is getting ready to move greatly. We so appreciate uh, evangelist Lynette Shearer coming and sharing with us and ministering to us. Again, uh, Lynette is available to minister at your church. Her phone number is 937-422-3051. What a powerful ministry she has. Thank you, Jesus. And we just bless you today. We just pray that you have a good day in Jesus Christ and that um, as you seek his face and you as you seek his face and that prayers will be answered and you see changes in your life. I would just like to read to you Isaiah 54, 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in next Wednesday at the same time, 1.30 p.m., for another edition of God's Story. If you'd like to reach God's Story, you can email chaplainlynradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and to share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you, wanting to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand move in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us true peace while living on this earth. 
John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, Wonderful Peace has these words, Peace, peace, wonderful peace, Coming down from the Father above, Sweep over my spirit forever I pray in fathomless billows of love. Thank you for tuning in today to God's Story. We pray that you have been blessed. Make sure that you tune in again next Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. or Friday at 12.30 p.m. for another edition of God's Story. If you would like to hear more God's Story broadcasts, tune into YouTube or anywhere you download your favorite podcasts. One can also listen live at WGNZ.com. To reach God's Story, please email chaplainlynnradio at gmail.com. Jesus made peace through the blood of his cross to reconcile all things unto himself. Part of that all things is you and me. To reconcile is to restore to union and friendship after estrangement. God's deepest desire is to be close to you and share his heart with you. He desires a deep, intimate relationship with you and wants to walk and talk with you day by day. He does walk with us and talks with us through his written word, the Bible. The Bible tells God's story through the ages. God has a story that he would like to impart into your life. He loves to make himself known to his children. May your heart be open and may your eyes see God's gracious loving hand moving in your life today. Isn't it wonderful while living life here on this earth that the creator of the universe who made you and me wants to be part of our lives? Jesus brought restoration of what has been stolen from us, true peace while living on this earth. John 14:27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. The lovely hymn written by Warren Cornell, Wonderful Peace, has these words. Peace, peace, wonderful peace, coming down from the Father above. Sweep over my spirit forever, I pray, in fathomless billows of love. This is Chaplain Lynn saying, May the wonderful peace of Jesus Christ fill you to overflowing today. May you experience the depths of his sweet love and how much God loves you.